1: Listening to like Ernest Tubb has made me uh, curi- curious about uh, some issues with rap and hip-hop music, uh, Manny. <laughs> That's quite a <Okay>. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, first of all, what's the difference between rap and hip-hop?
2: Hi- um, it's very simple. Rap is the music, hip-hop is the culture. Okay. Very, very (laughs) simple. But then
1: why do people now get mad at an old guy like me when I refer to it as rap music? They want it to be hip-hop. People act as if hip-hop is
2: different than rap Hip, i mean rap is like a part of the hip-hop culture so okay. it's yeah so i mean it's i don't think there's anything wrong with so, calling it rap music so was okay.
0: biggie then in a sense
1: trying to change the culture when he was assassinated <laughs> i don't know he was uh i think he was a rap star gotcha. but that's my big question manny okay in all the years of watching feuds god i love when you go down this path uh yeah i'm gonna be i'm gonna tiptoe through the tulips here don't <laughs> Thank you. worry all the years, watch. Has there ever been a sillier feud than East Coast rap versus West Coast rap, and which one was better?
2: It was pretty silly. It was pretty <laughs> yes. ridiculous, and, and, uh, and people. You didn't know, realize. I always
1: wanted to have a ticket way in the back to the Source Awards <laughs> when we started kicking the crap out of each other because yeah. East Coast music was better than West Coast music, and vice versa.
2: Well it was I mean Suge Knight was the one who kind of ignited the entire thing because he went up they you know, death row, they got the they got their source award and they went up there and, and Suge started taking some side shots at at, at Puffy and, and and the show was in New York. I think it was in Brooklyn actually. Mm. And um, or it was in Brooklyn or Harlem. <laughs> I can't remember. Riot, but, right? but yeah, he so suge who's from the West Coast, and Death Row, and Snoop, and Tupac, and all them—they're they're from the West Coast.
1: So it was about and, money, basically. They wanted yeah, to sell more. Uh, yeah, it was a
2: competition whatever. type of thing, yeah. and and then it ended up turning. It became deadly, and then people kind of woke up and said, "Okay, this is serious. We need to kind of squash this deal." So
1: I just uh, you know, I, it's like it's like Nashville and Austin. Getting in a big fight over, uh, you know. Country music. Country music awards. Yeah. And we had a bunch of people kicking the crap out of each other because somebody from Nashville won instead of somebody from Austin. That's, uh, that's, that's the way I see it. Now, I mean, it's always confuse me. All I'm
0: picturing is our guy Patrick. In the, Sitting in the back. In the jeans, the t-shirt in the back. You got the bag of popcorn. <laughs> you got the Diet Coke. Hey, yeah. uh, hey, buddy.
1: Uh, I have what do a you question. think? East Coast or West Coast? I have a think? question, what is the difference I don't like Duke myself but East Coast or West Coast What is the difference between rap and hip hop anyway <laughs> One of my favorite moments in this culture was uh oh it's got to be 10 12 years ago now when Minneapolis Henry was a basketball power mm-hmm. and they were playing north and I and Henry was had won a couple of basketball titles in the 40s and then they uh, then then they had a little run, right? They won once or twice. And uh, I got a couple of the star players, Buster Beely and uh, Jim McIntyre, from the 40s teams to go to a game with me between North and Henry. Oh, boy. The modern Henry. Because back when they played, Frank Cleve was the coach, mm-hmm. and Frank was also the football coach. And he had a rule that there had to be at least three passes – and at least one of them had to be to the center before anybody took a shot, and they walked the ball down the court, you know, and and that's not the way North and Henry were playing that day. Okay? So that was so straight. Not, no. That
0: was straight Hoosiers basketball. <laughs> yeah, that Gene was Hackman straight. Style. Okay. That was
1: straight Hoosiers. Okay. And now and Jim and uh, Buster hadn't been to a game for you know twenty five years or whatever, <laughs> and they were actually putting up banners to honor all the teams. So I went with Jim and Buster and uh, got a column out of it. But uh, uh, so I'm sitting up there and they they both, I think they left at halftime or that I was sitting up there by myself finally. And uh, there were some young, then they were playing some, you know, hip hop rap music. And there was this young, you know, 16 year old gal sitting next to me and dancing in the aisle and having a good time. And I said, uh, who is that? Who, who are we listening to here? And she said, "That's Ludacris. I said, I thought that was Ludacris. I, I, <laughs> I, said, I, said, I said, I thought that was Ludacris. I got all his CDs. I love Ludacris. I'm glad you're playing Ludacris here. And this kid looked at me like I was completely insane. And my theory is Do you remember what
2: song it was? I have no
1: idea. But I, I remember that... He uh, barely remembers I, the artist. I, I my my theory... My theory is that uh Ludacris was never again played by anyone from Henry High School cuz this fat white guy said he was his favorite artist. Wait a minute. The, the guy
0: in 3B just
1: said he likes <laughs> Ludacris. We Ludacris, can't play that yeah. crap anymore. I
0: thought it was
1: Ludacris. Oh my Man, god. I love you know that you know guy. what Pat?
2: I happen to think I happen to think there's a song by Ludacris he did a long time ago about 10 12 years ago now called Move. Oh god. Mm-hmm. I think you would actually like that song.
1: Mhm. I think you
0: would like the song. Ludicrous. Hey, Alexa, play Move by Ludicrous. I remember when I got home, I
1: tried to look it up and I couldn't find it because I had, you know, Ludicrous. L U D I C R O U S, you know, and uh, all I kept getting was the word. We you were looking it up, like, online, or were you, you having Alexa? I was looking it up on Google to see who the hell he was oh. after I told this girl what a fan I
2: was. He's but. actually made more of a name for himself as an actor the last uh, really? seven, eight years. Well, he's in all the Fast and Furious movies, so he's, oh, he's okay. a main mainstay character on that. On those you know, Fast and, now, so. and
1: Furious isn't a real good uh, series of movies for me because I hate car chases. <laughs> <laughs> they are time-consuming and boring, although... Uh there's been a few good ones, including the one on baby driver wasn't too bad. But
3: uh Patrick, we uh we really need to get you hooked up with Snoop. I think you and Snoop would love each other. <laughs> oh I love Snoop. Uh, I love Snoop. Y- you know, yeah. he's obviously a huge into the football and everything else yeah. and you have always wanted to try and get hooked on weed, and I think <laughs> I think Snoop could set you Snoop up. Snoop could and
1: teach me how to inhale. I yeah, think I, teach you I how to
3: inhale, it. maybe get you yeah. hooked up with a nice four-foot bong. <laughs> That'd be fun. That'd be I think
1: Snoop fun. was more fun than the circus, man. Uh, just just his, uh, his whole attitude about life, I love it dearly.
0: And but, it's not a bit, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. I was there, you know, when Manny and I and Rook, we each had to do, we had to do a different day where we were uh, kind of emceeing the mic and or the Golic and Wingo show, then first take, and Snoop yeah, was week. Snoop was a guest with Stephen A. the Friday that I did of Super Bowl week, and that was exactly how he was off camera, <laughs> and it was not
3: a bit. He was great. <laughs> he and was if you best. see the movie straight out of Compton, and if you believe it, Snoop's been like that since he was a little kid. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Always just kind of a wisecracking, sideways grin, funny, laid-back dude. You know who I knew before
1: any of you guys ever heard of him?
3: Hammer. Hmm. Oh, MC? I
1: knew Hammer when he was hanging around the Oakland Coliseum. he oh, was the Bat Boy, right? He was a four... No! Hell, he was Charlie Finley's assistant at age 14. He really? was Charlie's wow. gopher. Wow. He was a little smartass running around giving orders to everybody because they came directly from Charlie Finley. And that's how he got his nickname because uh, he loved Henry Aaron and the, all the players started Hammering. calling him hammer because cool. of that's where the nickname comes from yeah he was a he was yeah, i saw i remember him running around there he's a little jackass but uh you know he thought he ran the place he'd come down with orders from charlie to do this and do that to everybody and so uh, now you know there's my my friend wicker had the greatest line about hammer you remember when hammer was everywhere oh yeah. god yeah he said there's more than one hammer. There's like three <laughs> hammers. A they, got, they got they got a hammer. There's you can't be that many places. He's got you can, you know, you can't have a fight in New York and be at in California at the same time, you know. He's there's three hammers he used to insist there was there was more than one hammer, so so, yeah, I have nothing uh, against it. I just don't know why the East Coast and the West Coast would decide to shoot each other. There are a few hip-hop songs, Patrick, that I think you would actually
2: enjoy. You should in. make him mm-hmm. a mixtape. I'll make him a little. Yeah, later, yeah, yeah give me I a mixtape. I think uh, there are a few
3: that you would like. don't bother. <laughs> <laughs>
1: don't bother. Hey, by the way, you can give me a mixtape because the uh, convertible down here, the 12-year-old convertible, yeah. takes um, oh. t- takes tapes.
3: That I can would be fun. That would be fun to see Roycey driving around with the top down with Snoop or somebody. No, As
1: Manny mentioned, when I move, uh, you move Manny. just like that.
3: How about Little John? Give him some Little John. E-40. Hey, by the way, forty. yeah. E-40. By the way, <laughs> I used in Snoop and
1: Biggie type language today. Oh boy, there was a woman oh no. in front of me. Oh boy, she's about seventy-five, and we had on daniels okay the light has now changed okay the 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 traffic has stopped and but the people over across the way are still waiting for the green arrow right right so we have a good 15 seconds to get our ass out there and get moving right and i'm second and she stayed there
2: Yeah, you know what? You know what? I I'm a ludicrous move. That's a song you need to be playing in situations like that. I promise you. I promise you. (laughs) All right, move. Okay.
1: All right, we'll be back.
3: You're on the ride with Royce.
0: Charmingly vulgar. Yeah.
3: (laughs) On fifteen hundred ESPN. Now, Joe and Pat present Sports Talk's Person of the Day.
1: Ernest Tubb with his famous song, Pass the so Booze, is the title of that song. <laughs> Past the Booze, sure. rather. Uh, and uh, you love the double entendre in there about... Put the bottle on the bar so I can pet it. Uh, It was uh, (laughs) talking about his lost love, which uh, back then uh, when he did that song sometime in the 1950s was rather uh, graphic, to say the least. All right. Today's sports person of the day. uh, I never thought I'd be doing this, but I've been seeing photos today and the reviews of the uh, of the uh, new uh, Taj Mahal 2 out in Egan. Apparently in a tremendously ornate place and Ziggy Wilf 2005 he bought the Minnesota Vikings from Red McCombs for 600 million. And I remember trying to do the financing to figure out how much Red made before taxes. Uh, I had him about four eighty. I was gonna say consider. it was over four hundred. Yeah, I had okay. him at four eighty when you consider that they got a couple expansion fees too, right? I mean, he got like twenty, thirty million in expansion fees, and uh, from Houston. And the what was profits, the what would the
0: other one? Have been Houston. Uh, and,
1: uh, there were two. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't. I'm sorry, it doesn't went matter. In. Yeah. So I I had him at four eighty. Oh, probably Cleveland. Oh yeah, you're right. So uh, I had him at 480, and I said, "Boy, did he come out like a bandit!" Well, uh, Ziggy is uh, not a uh, dummy as (laughs) as an investor, and it's been it's been 13 years now. 600 million. You could not buy that team for 2.6. Nope. You could not buy them for no. 2.6. So he has made a, not counting what he's made running the team. On an okay, annual basis, right. On an annual basis. He's made $2 billion. Unbelievable. And uh, and it's it keeps going up. And he now has one of the five best stadiums in football, I would say. Maybe one of the three best until mm-hmm. the Los Angeles ones opens downtown. And... Uh, when you throw everything in.
0: Which he got for nothing, by the way. Which,
1: yeah, when you throw everything in, he probably didn't put. He didn't, you know, well, none of it's your own money because you borrow it and then you pay that off and put it into your operating budget. But uh, it, between sponsorships, naming rights, uh, the, uh, what do we call it, seat licenses, and $200 million from the NFL. Uh, basically Ziggy's in there for maybe $50 million of Vikings money. And, uh, well, he gets credit for much more than that. Now the thing out in Egan, he got that Northwest airlines land for an incredible, what, 20 some million, right? And it's over 200 acres, right? Am I right? hmm And, uh, it's going to be developed for, uh, there's going to be housing out there. It's going to be Viking land, right? It's going to be Viking. And hotels
0: uh, and all sorts of hotels, stuff, right? All yep.
1: kinds of stuff. It's going to be a new downtown in Egan, basically. And uh, I got in a little contest last night because I was trying to figure... We I call the place downtown Taj Mahal, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's, you know, the Taj Mahal, India, the greatest... Uh, one of the, the sixth wonder of the ancient world. So I've looked up India to see what kind of name can we come up with for the place out in Egan, right? Mm -hmm. And the fifth most popular uh, tourist attraction in India is the Red Fort in Delhi, Delhi. And the Red Fort for centuries was where the emperors lived. It was the home of the emperors. And now... Egan is the home of the emperor, right? The That's their official home now. Uh, I mean, they come downtown to play football games, but their headquarters is out in Egan. So I've now said the Purple Fort. It's the Purple Fort down <laughs> there. Now, that's kind of a reach, and you got to hang with it, right? But uh, anyway, I give the guy credit. He has uh, come in here. Uh, now, they, they have paid for the... Uh, The uh, place out in Egan themselves, as well they should have, and I don't know how long they're financing it, and supposedly there's no uh, tax incentives or anything, but I would, uh, I still insist, let's wait until we see what the uh, property tax bill is for that place. Uh,
0: Well, and you're forgetting one crucial aspect of all of that, Patrick. What? Uh what are we gonna sell Winter Park for? Uh because that's oh, a yeah. decent little piece of real estate oh, yeah That's in that's part
1: of it, which by the way was part of the six hundred million dollar price. And what I am hearing is he is not going to sell Winter Park. What? He's really? going to develop that corner.
0: Oh, that, that's, that's what worth he more, do.
1: sure. That's what he do mm-hmm. is he develops. Mm-hmm. And uh that's now that's I'm you know, that's unofficial. I heard it from a s third hand source but uh, there's if if the price isn't what he wants uh then he'll just develop it himself and that i think they might have already you know up there on top of the hill whatever that uh big thing is up there i think they might have already got their hands on that they might have already bought that building so unbelievable they have big plans for it but uh, Zig, the Zygmunt, and and the funny thing is he's fantastically popular with the public because he spends money unlike the cheap polands yeah. Uh well yeah, he spends money to the salary cap, which they control they control salaries in the NFL. They don't in baseball. So anyway. Uh he's uh today's uh, sports person of the day, Zygmunt Wilf, who uh as many uh and- as many cheap shots as I've attempted to take at him in these uh, years uh, he just keeps rolling along and rolling in the dough, baby. And
0: roll, uh, excuse me. Walk us through the purchase, because initially, Ziggy was just going to be a minority partner right. with, uh, was it Reggie? Reggie uh, Fowler. Fowler. Reggie Fowler, Who yeah, it?
2: that's right. And Reggie, we discovered had Reggie just one had
1: problem. <laughs> inter- yeah, Reggie had some money. I think Reggie got a piece originally, right? And then he might they was bought out. out. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Reggie got uh, uh, what Reggie was. There were some stories that Reggie was uh, one of the wealthiest men in America, but that didn't quite turn out to be true. And, he was. Uh,
0: and keep this in mind, too. You know, we walked up. But through. so
1: Ziggy, you know, this was much like the Norm Green situation, you know. Now, for, at a different level, but uh, money-wise, but remember the norm came in as a minority partner for Harry the Hair Howie the Hairdo Baldwin with the North Stars. Okay. and then Howie Howie the Hairdo didn't have any money either, and he he ended up buying the the Pittsburgh Penguins. Howie the Hairdo.
0: And keep in mind too, Pat, because when Red bought the team uh, back in was it Tom ninety Clancy. was it ninety seven ish like ninety seven late ninety seven yeah. ninety eight whenever that was, that purchase price was a mere. 200 million dollars and we thought was it that, that was that much about, yeah. i thought
1: it was like 181 oh, hedrick it lost, hedrick, right hedrick, hedrick offered him more actually and the hedrick's partners wouldn't uh sell it to him because uh, the minnesota 10 had created a bit of a fissure uh, in it's uh <laughs> yeah they didn't like rogers so uh, they wouldn't sell it to him but yeah right it was about 200
0: and think about and I, that and that's what 20 years basically you've quadrupled ten times the the amount of money that that franchise is worth. Yeah,
1: you could... uh, If you wanted to buy it from Ziggy today, you couldn't, but uh, you'd have to give him $3 billion. So, uh, he is... uh, he has had a nice little run here in Minnesota, and when he goes and and signs Kirk Cousins, uh, we're going to say, "What a guy that Ziggy is!" Well, he's still he there's not he could go out and burn ninety million dollars, and he'd still have uh, one of the great <laughs> profits in the history of mankind. So, uh, congratulations! I think. I think in this case, we really should find a certificate to mail to Ziggy, don't you? How
0: about that? We'll even frame be,
1: it for the Zigmeister. He would be surprised to get a, a Sportsperson of the Day <laughs> award from me. And, and uh, in typical Ziggy oh, I told, fashion. i got to tell you one more Ziggy story. Okay. Uh, uh, what the hell was it? Joe Schmidt and I were at a... Uh, uh, thing at the champions club it was what i can't remember the some the president's club it's a minnesota based group that and the only people in there can be presidents of various corporations and joe schmidt and i were there with the four owners and uh we were supposed to ask the questions and give them and uh and uh (laughs) and we were supposed to ask the questions and my question was you know carl poland lives his whole life in Anonymity, making nothing but money, and all of a sudden he's getting bad-mouthed, and, uh, and I asked this, and Glenn Taylor, and I asked this question to the whole group, and, and Ziggy's answer was, I wouldn't know. I've never read anything you've written. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, good. I got into him. Okay, thank you. Anyway, uh, we'll be back. The- Hitching a ride with Roycey. I think it's a waste of everybody's time. Oh, but it's so <laughs> fun! Are you Bob well, Yes, there's better <laughs> things to do in life. On fifteen hundred ESPN. There it is, philandering. So Just what we need in old time country music. <laughs> <laughs> the great Ernest Tub. Uh I think. Have we had any of these songs that not involve a relationship? Uh, pretty much all of them, right? Even the one with booze. Yeah, pass the booze. Pass right. the booze. Yeah, he wants to make love to the booze bottle on the uh, thing. That's a good one. Here he is, our our very own Pharma Bro, Chris <laughs> Ravers. Thank you, Patrick. Well, who the hell is the Pharma Bro? That'd be your guy, Martin Skrelly. Um, and he's not popular in the medical industry no, or no. with the human human beings in general.
0: He uh, obtained the either the patent or uh, the the rights to an AIDS um uh a prescription in which you know it was or it was used to to help treat AIDS patients and then when he got that the exclusive rights to it he marked it up like five thousand percent and then basically scoffed at anybody that he says it's, this is business. This is business. And then he went to jail today uh, for seven years, I believe, because he had built you know millions and millions of dollars out of investors for bogus hedge funds and things of that nature.
1: He looks a little bit like the mooch, doesn't he? Yes. When I see the fit. Look, the mooch. Yeah. I think the mooch will be back in the Trump uh, administration before it's all over. Don't what you? was the great line by Colbert? Scaramucci,
0: we hardly knew she. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: All right, what's uh, this? Is our final
0: uh, sports update of the uh, of the day? Here. And this report is sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com/hire. Day three of the 2018 Boys State High School Hockey Tournament. Orno defeated Matamidi earlier today, five to four in overtime. Alexandria toyed with number one seed Hermantown. They blew out the Hawks six to one later today in class two A. Edina will take on Duluth East, and number one Minnetonka will take on number five Centennial uh, later today, starting at six o'clock on Channel 45. Uh, The Twins, after a day off yesterday, they beat the Rays five-to-four up in Port Charlotte. Jose, now Pat, explain this to me. Jose Barrios got the win. Does that mean he went five innings today? No, uh, in
1: spring training, that don't those oh, rules don't apply. Gotcha. Those
0: rules don't apply. Gotcha. Uh, Miguel Sanoas, Patrick reported, had two, two home runs today. First
1: for the one 20s. to straightaway center. I heard. I don't know about the second one. How's the park in Port Charlotte? Is it a nice uh, park? No,
0: no. Not, okay.
1: I mean, it's okay, but it's nothing special. It's probably the uh, the certainly the poorest one around here, but. Uh, they're going to get another team of, what, 20 miles away. north. Uh, Atlanta will be there in two years. Okay.
0: Uh, speaking of MLB, a couple of signings to report. Carlos Gonzalez is set to go back to the Colorado Rockies on a one-year deal worth up to $8 million.
1: Turned down 50 I think, yes. right? Yes. At, at, the, at the end of, during last season. Wow. And as Pat mentioned, Mike Mustaka, excuse me. Or Not as, uh, to be confused with uh, Mooch. No. Or <laughs> as my
0: wouldn't. six-year-old son calls him, Moustakas. Tacos. Uh, <laughs> he is returning to the Kansas City Royals on a one-year deal worth right around six million dollars, with a mutual option for 2019. So, what is what are the
1: players going to do if Major League Baseball just comes and says, "Fellas, we're not paying 32-year-olds anymore"? You know, they're gonna. They're probably. I guess the big thing is they might get one year of uh, free agency back. Don't I heard think that'll be.
0: Uh, the other day i was listening to and actually billy ripken on mlb network made a great point he said listen the top dogs are still going to get the large deals you know bryce harper Manny machado giancarlo mm-hmm. they're still going to get the you know yeah, big, especially big deals especially
1: if they're especially if they're like machado and harper and they're 26 years old right he know?
0: said but the thing is some of these guys that are in that 30 31 32 they're just gonna, this is going to be the new baseball until they go to the the, the you know the, the the table and get a different collective bargaining agreement with uh, Major League Baseball that's just how it's going to be for the but next couple of years but it's not
1: going to change the fact that they're they're not valued like they used to be how, how can you put an artificial value on these guys and say you got to pay these 32 year olds cuz you used to pay them mm-hmm. and you got geniuses now saying we're not going to pay you
0: right Uh, By the way, the A's, uh, they have signed free agent catcher Jonathan Lucroy to a one year deal.
1: Yeah, boy,
0: he had to wait a long time. Yeah, he did. Uh, Wilder in Vancouver tonight to take on the Canucks. Puck drop tonight is at 9 p.m. The Loons are back in action tomorrow night. uh, Right here on this radio station, 630, they take on Orlando City in Orlando. Come
1: on, Wild. Go on this two-game road trip against these two dogs and lose them both so Judd can get upset again. (laughs) So Judd can stop picking on the uh, Timberwolves and start picking on the Wild again.
0: HBO's newest trailer for its Andre the Giant documentary was released today. I don't know if you guys had a chance to watch it, but it's fascinating. Uh, nice. About a month before the film's scheduled April 10th release, while the trailer uh, released in late January, shows interviews with people who knew Andre through the WWE, This latest trailer shows that the filmmakers expanded their reach beyond the world of wrestling. At least three people who worked with Andre on The Princess Bride, actors Robin Wright and Billy Crystal, as well as director Rob Reiner, all appeared in the trailer. The trailers focus more on Andre's fragility than the previous ones released by HBO. Wright shares an anecdote about how she had to be suspended from cables during filming of The Princess Bride because... The famously strong Andre was too weak to catch her, uh, and Billy Crystal also said, "You just knew he wasn't going to live long. It was really, really sad."
1: Fantastic movie, by the way, Princess Bride. Uh, Princess I agree. Princess Bride, I terrific agree. movie. Yes, uh, that was Rob Reiner, right?
3: Yes. That okay. sounds like a chick flick. What's wrong with you guys? Oh, didn't you see it? Hell no! It's it's, it's, it's called a comedy. It's called Princess oh, Bride. It's funny. It's a very it's, funny, it's uh, funny
1: comedy it's about elves and stuff like that. You're a bachelor too. this weekend, Kenny. You uh, should uh, that read it that. Sounds huh? like
3: a nerd female. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big strong guy. I can't be seen watching that <laughs> kind of movie.
0: <clears throat> All right, I got to squeeze this last story before we break. The mother of former Jets defensive tackle Muhammad Wilkerson mm-hmm. called the New Who's York... Who's
1: going to be a Packer.
0: Yep. Looks- uh, she is unhappy, Patrick. Why? She-, she called the New York radio show today oh to defend her son against allegations by a newspaper columnist that Wilkerson had a problem with alcohol. Mm-hmm. Manish Mita of the New York yeah. Daily News appeared on WFAN's Boomer and Geo show this morning to discuss a tweet he sent Thursday night in which he said... Wilkerson shouldn't play in New Orleans because he has a problem with alcohol. To me, that's crossing a line, and you put him out there basically calling him an alcoholic. Boomer Esiason, uh told Mita on the air. He's saying, I'm not saying he's an alcoholic. I don't know that. If you'd interpret it that way, okay, that's your interpretation. However, Mama called in. Oh, oh Ka- Kadia, she then called in to defend her son. She said, quote, Where's your bleeping proof, Manish? She asked. She said, like, really? You always say these things. I can't tell you, Boomer, how I'm just livid. I'm livid with him, talking about my son that way. So she said that she, she like, swore on the air? Apparently, they had, it was bleeped out mm. in this particular story from S.I.'s <laughs> Extra Mustard. So I have to go
2: back and listen Mama called in,
0: and she was not happy that, that her son got ripped by a New York guy. Oh, who
1: who who, whose mother could call us? We haven't been... Maybe, no, but wait a minute. Maybe Richard Pitino. Sorry. No, wait a minute. Or PJ Flexman. Didn't in the in the run
0: of Roycey and Mackey, who was the outfielder whose uncle called in?
3: Uh,
1: oh, uh, uh, Thomas, Cleet Thomas. Cleet
0: Thomas's uncle, uncle called in and, called and ripped in. you guys. Yes, really. really. <laughs> yes.
3: Matthew uh, Rookie, his mom, was pretty upset with me until one day Rookie had to s- sit her down and say, look, we're we're actually really good friends, and it's all just a bit. He doesn't really hate me, and <laughs> <laughs> nothing, uh, <laughs> everything's nothing, okay between us.
1: <laughs> Kenny, nothing top Mary Helen, though, Joe's late great mother, when we, we would be making some jokes on Saturday about the Holy Roman Church <laughs> yes. she all am yes. break and tell him he's going to hell. Yes.
3: Yeah. 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 Well, I've told you about the time Such came into my office, right? He closed the door and he goes, look, I got to talk to you. And I thought, oh, oh, he goes... You really have to stop using the Lord's name in vain. (laughs) My mom is driving me crazy.
1: (laughs) One Saturday, I said, who was that? She said, it was my mother. She says, I'm going to hell.
2: (laughs) And you know what? And
1: Patrick's going with you. (laughs) And she was right. (laughs) All right. We'll be back. You're on the ride with Royce. On Twitter. He's lovable
3: almost. On 1500 ESPN. I'm walking the floor over
1: you. I can't sleep a wink. That is true. I'm hoping and I'm praying as my heart breaks
2: right into. Walking the floor over you. You left me and you went away. This was
1: Ernest Tubb's number one hit. Uh, I mean, his first, not his number one, his first big hit, Walking the Floor Over You. A lot of walking in these movies, in these uh, songs, aren't there? We walked across Texas, we've walked uh, all these places. Ernest Tubb, today's. Uh, uh, musical guest on the Friday Fun Fest. What are our NFL items?
0: Sir? I just walked out and saw this after the uh, the last newscast. A couple of breaking NFL items. Let the quarterback circus begin, boys. Tyrod Taylor has just been traded to the Cleveland
1: Browns Ooh. for a third round pick. Why? No, they can't think he's the answer. Uh, you
0: know, I've watched a fair amount of Tyrod because you know the Bills—they're my squad. Uh, but he's—he's yeah. uh, he's got the tools to be a franchise quarterback. He, he needs just to doesn't. Be
2: surrounded by a lot of really, really good players. Yeah, so he, he could he be doesn't. what he
0: could do. What kind of like what? Uh, Case Keenum did last yeah. year. He's mobile. He's got a well, decent arm.
1: They you just... know they have a history of trading for great quarterbacks. Brock Osweiler being uh, <laughs> yeah. a recent example.
0: Yeah, yeah. and uh, this, according to our guy Tom Pelissero, okay. uh, it looks as though the Seattle Seahawks are going to cut Richard Sherman. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I thought that's been out there today. Huh? Yeah, the Richard Sherman is going to because they they you know there's no. Who was going to trade for him and take that contract and then have to argue with him about about salary?
0: Well, not to mention he's not he's hurt all the time. He's not as good as player. Two Achilles. He had surgery on both of his Achilles
2: this offseason. Both of them. Both of them. Yeah, he had the one that he tore in that game, and then I think he had a a situation with the other one. What I
0: find funny too is don't you guys? The league year starts the fourteenth, right? So next Wednesday, Mm -hmm. we've had a ton of like trades and everything else yeah, already but, going but on the, right now. the
1: one thing we know for sure is these people don't they can't start negotiating until march 12th right yes we know that yep. none of there we know there's no underhanded stuff nothing place <laughs>
2: that uh, not 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 instance, at all
1: for instance our sports person of the day offering uh, kirk cousins 91 million guarantee l- let that me ask you this
0: good. how hard will you laugh if we get a Joe Smith situation with the Vikings and Kirk Cousins, where it's tampering, he gets sent mm. back to Washington.
3: Yeah,
1: everybody's tampering. It's just uh, fun. Hey, did you see? Draft right. Did you see this great? Uh, did you see this great quote from Terry Francona today? No, I love Terry. What do he say? Uh, he's talking about somebody asked him about launch angle. He said Kluber's throwing down and away. If you're trying to get the ball up in the air, then the next thing you should start thinking about is exit velocity, and that's how fast you're going to leave the batter's box and go back to the dugout. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 that's good. I, I do love Terry. He Black, is a uh, good can, manager, by the way. Who cannot uh, who can not love uh, love him? I still sure.
0: the best was that the segment that we cut up when he was on Mike and Mike the day after the the TJ TJ Bauer when he slu- uh, cut his finger open and he was bleeding yeah. all over the mound and the umpire said you got to get my other no i think he's gonna be okay <laughs> <laughs> puddle of
2: blood on the pitching mound up there. blood just he's, spraying uh, out of his finger oh he's yeah. yeah, so
1: great. he's, uh, he's got a, a sense of humor that is for sure say uh you know we've uh ever since uh the ride with Racy returned to fridays with the friday fun fest we've been tr- i've been trying to figure out what the theme is here, what we're trying to do. And for some reason, I just walked down the hall, and on the way back, I figured it out. It's like Seinfeld. And today's an example. It's a show about about nothing. nothing. it's, It's a show about nothing. That is our motto. It is a show about nothing, the Friday Fun Fest. And I, I'd say we carried the torch pretty well for that today, wouldn't you? Now,
2: un- unfortunately, though, unfortunately, because Seinfeld has used that phrase to describe yes. the show, we won't be able to use that probably no. on a state no, fair T-shirt. Serious, but,
1: but we can. No, we can't. Uh, <laughs> another. How about another show about? Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, uh, I like another my ideas, show yeah. about nothing. That, or we uh, are also about. No, nothing. but Monday through Thursday, man, we're grinding. We're coming up with. Top-notch guests mm-hmm. and talking sports, but Friday, the Friday Fun Fest, it's the show about nothing. Yes. And, uh, yeah. We're yes. proud of it, damn it! And if you don't like it, uh, you know, do what everybody else is doing and <laughs> go away. All right, uh, we'll be back with the Friday Fun Fest feel-good thought for the week. All right, uh, what is your friday fun fest feel good thought for the week there Reavers.
0: oh i'm gonna go first all right Uh, sure because you're not running the board that's true (laughs) uh here's my feel good thought for the week we looked at the forecast it's going to be in the 50s next week It's one of my most favorite fun sporting weekends of the year. The high school hockey tournament, college basketball, conference championship games are going on right now. Major League Baseball spring training is underway. I absolutely love this time of the year from a sports standpoint. And it's finally not going to be a frozen hellhole around here. That's my feel good so thought. So will week.
1: I be? The snow will be gone. Huh? Well, most
0: likely. There's always the chance, obviously, because it's March. We'll get another, you know, you know what. But no, it's going to be great. I can't. I can't wait.
1: How about you, Manny? What is your feel good thought for the week?
0: Well, Patrick
2: Reavers, you guys both know that I'm a uh, very, very. Uh, I don't want to say diehard, but I'm a very strong supporter of Tennessee Volunteer athletics. Yes, correct? you are. <laughs> yes, I love my Vols. Probably not as strong a fan as Chip, as our guy Chip Scoggins. But I love, I love the Vols. So I think
1: Chip only cares about football.
2: Well, that that may be true, but mm-hmm. I I will just say as a Tennessee Vols fan, anytime I can see a head coach like uh Honest Bruce Pearl, former head coach <laughs> of the Tennessee Vols basketball today. team, uh just get absolutely destroyed in the second half by Colin Sexton and Avery Johnson's Alabama Crimson Tide, uh, it makes me a happy man. Alabama uh, running the uh, Tigers out of the gym in the second half, winning 81-63. Wow. Auburn, okay. uh, and Auburn, by the way, was the number one seed in the, a- in the uh, SEC tournament.
0: Ooh, ahead of Kentucky? Hey.
2: Uh, well, Tennessee was the number two seed. Wow. And I think Kentucky was the three or the four or wow. something like that. Got I kind got of a down question
1: for, for you, Kyle. Manny. What are you going to do about your once-proud women's basketball program at Tennessee? I don't know. They were the sixth seed in the SEC. I know tournament. that
2: is uh, that Ooh. is unchartered territory. They lost for more them. games
1: this year, than they did in decades with uh, Pat Seven. Yeah. Here what about your uh, What about my, your thoughts, uh, Friday feel good thought for the week? Is that I am so happy that we have returned to the sports person of the day <laughs> because <laughs> it gives me a chance to mend fences. You know, because when you're just one of three guys mentioned in three technique or. Five guys mentioned and whatever the hell we called that one. Uh, It doesn't mean much, but when you're the sports person of the day, an entire segment like Ziggy was today. Yes, I think we've patched it up, and who knows? Sometime next fall, maybe Phil Fleck will be the sports person. Dare I say, Coach K
2: too? Will Coach K be the sports person? Let's not get carried away. away. Let's not get carried away. Let's
1: let's not sound like a raving drug addict. Okay. (laughs) All righty. Talk to you. See you Monday, boys.
0: At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh-cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.